What's going on, Nick? Not a lot. Ben? How are you? I finally got to go see Mark Marin, which I've been waiting to talking about for like the last three months, probably. Back at the main stage. And when I walked in there, they were do- somebody was doing a live podcast at the main stage, unrelated to Mark Marin. Because there's like a bar in the front area, and then there's a, uh, in the back is where the theater is. It's a couple like- of things I want to say about the main stage. The, the, the food price, very, very good. I mean, we ended up paying, I think we had like, Maybe six or seven beers between us, maybe five beers between us, and like two entrees. It was like twenty-eight bucks for Chicago. You can't oh, that's beat nothing. Yeah, you yeah that's beat nothing. It. And I had these giant onion rings, and I think my brother had like sliders or something like that. The guy who opened for him, his name was Adam Burke. Super funny. It was funny because Mark Barron from behind the curtain announced he announced the opener. When he's like, hmm. and after that, you'll have Mark Marin, but you know, pretending he was wasn't Mark Marin, so that was kind of fun. It was almost like I want to explain it like. Kind of like our Richard Lewis experience where it wasn't like joke, 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 joke. It was almost like he made it look like he wasn't prepared. But and if he wasn't, if he was just riffing, that guy's got some talent, let me wow. tell you. I mean, it was just like one of those things where it felt like it was so loose. But he was still, everything he said was funny. Everything he said was great. The way he, he interacted with the crowd was really awesome. And that that's different from the Richard Lewis experience. You just had that kind of delivery, maybe? Yeah. But, I mean, it was, like I said, where he sat up close and he was very intimate. It wasn't like he was like doing a ton of walking around the stage. And, uh, like, in the beginning, he came out and didn't even use the microphone when he was talking. Just to, like, get a point across about how that's how people used to communicate before, you know, before microphones. And, uh, like I said, you could tell he was just real polished. He made it seem so effortless. So, it was definitely... It was it was really awesome. It was a lot different than Hotel for many reasons, but I mean, I I enjoyed both. I wish you would have went, both of you guys. <laughs> Too bad you didn't. Another thing about the main stage is when you go to the bathroom. I don't know if you noticed this last time, Nick. You can hear, like I hate getting up. One of the, even in movie theaters anywhere I go, I cannot stand getting up in the middle of a performance or a movie or whatever. But I had to go to the bathroom really bad. I went into the bathroom and the sound system the whole way out to the bathroom and in the bathroom they pipe in the sound right. so you don't miss a joke that's cool yeah so I was like well it, it made me feel comfortable like hey if I have to go to the bathroom again right. it's not going to be that big of a deal I like but that too it was definitely something that you don't see you know, again uh, getting in and out of the place was super easy no problem um, all in all also after the show he hung around and, and uh, shook hands took pictures signed books did the old Gilbert Godfrey? Did the old Gilbert Godfrey. Right on. I mean, he was very, like I said, he was, he was, I guess when you see him on TV or when you see him, you know, on on his show or, I just imagine him to look different. I don't know why. He just was. He looked like he's way taller than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. The pictures of next, him next to you and your well, brother, he like dwarfs you guys. He was standing on a stack of books. <laughs> no, but he, uh, like I said, you know what, it's funny because I, I usually shake hands really hard and I actually was preparing to tell him like, hey. Let's just forego the handshake because he he's kind of he's kind of like slight, you know. He's, he's kind of. You like, were gonna warn him, and it's should have went in for the bro hug. Usually, I, uh, you know, I I just do this not because I'm nervous or anything. I just shake hands really hard. That's what I do, 
And so I thought, man, I'm probably going to hurt it. But he had a damn good handshake. <laughs> so I was really, I was really happy. He responded in, in kind. I think he looked at me and was like, here's a fat guy with a meaty sausage hand that's going to come in hard and he's going to, you know, he's going to put one on me and he did it back to me. So or do you like, think he sized you up and he's like, I'm going to own this dude that, that with a handshake. That he, could have been too. He but, saw they, my haircut, but he didn't. Like, he didn't. You guys met. I think we met in the middle. I like that. It was pretty awesome. So uh, just exchange a couple words and uh, you know what? That's all you want, really. I mean, after you see the show, not I, again, Gilbert was awesome. But was even better is after the show, you actually got to talk to him for even what it was a fleeting 30 seconds. Same with Adam Carolla when we saw Carolla. Same now with Mark Marin. Um, Attell didn't. I, I think he had another show like right after. So I, I give him any excuse there. But because I'm sure he usually meets with people. But that being said, totally worth the wait. Awesome time. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about that happened this week is. My, I had to go pick up some stuff for my wife at the grocery store. We have a Meyer grocery store like uh, next town over. And she always takes my kid there to get his hair cut. And they have like a barber shop in the front. And it's all, what's weird is there's no white people in the barber shop as far as the employees. It's all Hispanic or uh, black people. In it's there. not that weird. It is. It's weird because it's a, it's a, a, a predominantly, if not majority, white neighborhood. Oh, yeah, and yeah. There and you consider that most of the people that shop there, I don't consider. I know it for a fact because I go there, <laughs> are predominantly white, if not like ninety five percent white. And they're all playing dumb in the self checkout aisle. So I was like, hey, you know what? I usually get. I used to get my hair cut by a barber when I was growing up. I always had a barber, like an old, you know, Italian That's guy. That's the or best. Something. Yeah, where the guy had lifts on his shoes and the Coke bottle glasses. And yeah, you know, yeah. You, you, you was like that mafia feeling, you know, when you go in there and. You get the whole experience. So anyway, I was at the grocery store and she's like, well, hey, uh, we got some stuff to do this week. You need to get a haircut. So because my wife always tells me when it's time. So I'm like, well, I don't want to run to like three places. She's like, well, just go there. That's where I take our son. So I went in there and and, uh, I sat down and there was a, a black guy cutting another black guy's hair. And they were talking back and forth and they were having they were they were having a good old time. And I was like thinking, man. I can't wait to get in this chair. What, what, what am I going to talk about? Like, with this this is going to be so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly like Ice Cube. I mean, this is awesome. We're going to talk about Spike Lee movies. I can't wait. These guys were laughing and having a great time, and uh, I'll spare you what they were talking about. But anyway, so after like 15, 20 minutes of waiting, I'm like, you know, usually I get my hair cut these days at like uh, uh, cost cutters or, or you know, hair cuttery or one of these places. Yeah, like yeah. 15 minutes. This went on forever. And I just told my kid, I said, hey, uh, let's go get a cookie in the bakery thinking, because I knew if I said, hey, let's bail, my kid would be like, what are you talking about in front of this guy? Like, why, why would we want to leave? You get, that's where I get my haircut. So I try to trick him by going out to the bakery to get out of this haircut because I'm thinking, man, I don't know if this black dude can cut my hair because he's doing a damn good job of a black guy's hair, but I don't know if he could do what I need. And uh, just because I don't. I'm well, how does he normally do on your son's hair? Is it just a crew cut? Okay. And you know what? I don't, I, it's not that hard to but do. But do they talk about I don't know. cool so stuff I, too? I, I never asked. So, uh, Does your son Logan have a secret handshake with him? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say Logan. You know him. So, because uh, it, it's round robin <laughs> and like, there's different that? people. There, you, you know what? I think there's a female that usually cuts his hair. But anyway, so I get him to go out for the cookie and I'm thinking, we're going to go out the far doors and I'll walk across the entire parking lot so I don't have to walk past this guy again and be like, uh, I don't want to seem racist. Like, I decided not to get my hair cut by you because... You're black. Oh, it was going to take me a long time to wait. You could have said I don't have time. 
Yeah, I, that seems feasible, Nick. But I'm an idiot. So, but I, what it, but what it looks what right. it looks like to you, you're thinking like I'm finally gonna and do you it. Know what I'm the finally thing gonna... to him was probably like, yeah, I don't have to cut that guy's hair or you know that whatever you know not not racist, but he's just like looking like it's one less hair I got to you know whatever. So anyway, my kid talks me back. <laughs> in, he he talks me back into it, and I'm like, man, I'm feeling really guilty. Like I just need to let this guy cut my hair for for myself for the podcast for my country. So I walk back over there, and as I'm passing the door, I was like, man, I was in the last-minute contemplation. Like, I'm just going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out the door. I'm not going to get my hair. Because I even told him, I was like, let's just go to the other place. It's next to GameStop. And he's like, no, let's go here. Because they had an Xbox in there. So the guy, like, waves me, and he's like, hey, man, you know, come on in. I'm like, oh, shit. So I go in there, and uh, he, he sits down, or he puts me down in the chair, and he, you know, puts the thing on my, uh, the cloth or whatever over me. And he just starts, he's like, well, what, what kind of haircut do you want? Did you and, say Theo Huxtable right away? Like, give me the no, Theo Huxtable? I, no, I said, I want the, I go, I want the young Republican. I said, I want to look like I did for my fifth grade school picture. Can you make that happen? And he's like, he started laughing. So I'm like, all right, we're going to get somewhere because this guy could appreciate a good laugh. You're, now right? fr- you're friends now. Right. I'm thinking this guy obviously was laughing and telling jokes and cutting up. After that, it was dead silence for the next 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Yeah, that we we didn't even get started. So he he's cutting and, and he uses just clippers and trimmers the whole time, never scissors. And I'm like, man, I'm thinking in my head, you know what? For fifteen dollars, because that's what it cost. I'm like, this is gonna be a great story for the podcast if I have to go get another haircut somewhere else because <laughs> I'm too afraid to tell this guy <laughs> I don't like this haircut. This guy gave me the best haircut. It took him an hour and ten minutes, but for me, the best haircut. I've had in a long time. Hour and ten minutes. And it, we, we we didn't talk much. We talked a little bit toward the end. We got a little more comfortable because uh, I, I told him, I said, you know, he goes, well, I don't understand, like, what, what do you want? I said, well, I want it square in the back. I want it short, like a one on the sides, and I want it to be able to comb it on the top. And I said, I want to look like a politician. That seems pretty basic. I mean, yeah, that seems does, like you could but, fly through it. But because, yeah, here's the thing. Like, like I'm, 10 men, I'm ignorant. So I'm assuming that a, that black people look at a white guy's and, and they, you know it's not as easy for them because they're used to cutting black people here. I don't know. So you think he's like, oh, this is a white guy. This is gonna be a real problem for me. Dude, like, it took him an hour and ten minutes, so I was getting real worried. I'm like, and you know what? I didn't have my glasses on, and I'm thinking, don't look in the mirror. Don't look because I don't want to react and hurt this guy's feelings, you know. So I thought, man, what's it going to look like if I have a crew? I haven't had a crew cut in a long time. I'm just going to have to go home and finish this job. Yeah, it off. seems a bit shorter. So uh, yeah, so he uh, at the very end or whatever he he and you know what he left a tuft at the bottom like a like a, 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 a mullet rat, a rat he tail. Held, like he a, did not. I swear to God, not till the last thing he did because oh. he took a straight razor. Because he goes, hey, if you, you would have left you a mullet, that would have been the oh, best I kept story. On, I kept on saying, like, when I did catch a glimpse, I'd do this. And he's like, don't worry, don't worry. And I said, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want to look like a cousin toucher here. You know? But uh, at the very end, he took a straight razor and he literally lined me up. Like, you know, he put the straight razor on it, made a complete angle with it and straight off. He gave you stripes. I, I almost thought about getting the steps. And then uh, at the very last thing, he took a hot, like a flaming hot towel and wrapped it around my head. And I'm like, what's going to happen next? I mean, is it what is it just loosening me up to do something, you know, some other shaving or cleaning up? <laughs> or, nope. It was just all about the ambiance and the good feeling and leaving you walking away like, uh, you know, feeling fresh. So he softened your hair at the end to not cut it? You know, he just put that towel, I guess, is just a But it softens your hair. It's like when you get a, he didn't when do you anything get a shave. With it. He didn't do anything with it. It wasn't like to, to open the pores. 
Right, he did it for no, nothing. No, he wrapped it around my head. I guess it was like a thing for like it felt awesome. <laughs> so I I'm get gonna, it. I'll tell you this. I don't care what anybody says. You can think whatever you want about me. I'm ignorant. I was <laughs> ignorant. Not ignorant now. But I will never get my hair cut by a white person again. That's a fact. No, even if it's I'm an sorry. old salty, <laughs> even if it's an old salty dude that smells like whatever aftershave he's been doing forever. The white guy you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, white guys can't cut hair. He's out. Nope. Sure this guy, and he, you, you know what he did? He used one of like the Afro, you know, that brush, that like real coarse brush. No, that I you don't. See black people combing their hair with. He used that on me too. And I was like, man, I, I feel like I'm down. I, I don't know. I just felt like I was, I was involved in something. So what about the, the silence in the first 45 minutes? I'm going to break that down next week because I, or next time I go, because I got, yeah. I got his card. I got his name. Do you think there's going to be a bro hug or maybe like a crazy handshake I, I'm gonna next do, time? Absolutely. 100%. And I'll tell you what, I told this guy, I'm going to tell everyone I work with, I'm going to throw some business his way. And I'm thinking <laughs> this, Nick, it's time. You're going to get your hair cut by Andre as well. I don't know. I, if I'm gonna go to a barbershop, I'm gonna go to that man cave. No, I just I'll pay for your haircut. I just want to see. I want to see. Let's do it. Is he working right now? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know what time they close, but that's what happens when you get your hair your haircut in a grocery store. You never know what you're gonna get, like a like a box of chocolates. But, <laughs> no, I like that's it. really that didn't that's not what I meant. That's fine. No, yeah. no, no, fine. So that was my week, and I got an email from. Scott, he says, awesome show, guys. Thanks for answering his question the last week. Uh, for this week, he wanted us to talk about uh, top five B-movies, top five hottest actresses, regular or porn actresses, top five frontmen and bands, top five rock songs, and top five drug or alcohol experiences. Uh, and he says, thanks, fellas. Keep up the good work. I like the frontman question. That would be a fun one, too. What I did was, so last week at the end of the podcast, I basically put it to everyone who listens and said, hey, we want to see people interact with the podcast more. It makes it funner for people. I would assume it makes it funner for us. Uh, so we don't have to always do all the heavy lifting. And what happened out of that was we came up with, we decided we're going to do a top five show. So I got a ton of people sending in stuff, different top five lists. And because I didn't want a thing to carry on forever and ever, because I didn't want to burn the, uh, the whole topic out. We picked like eight top fives to do this week. And then, as each week goes by, we're going to do um, an additional. We'll do one each week that you guys throw in there. So we have a huge stockpile. So I'm going to start out. Nick, you got your list ready? Yeah. I did finish Orange. Maybe what we'll black. do is we'll do two top fives. We'll talk or three top fives. We'll go back, talk a little Breaking Bad, and we'll, we'll do some more. Yeah, depending on time. I, I binge watched Orange is the New Black. I really liked it. I liked it a oh, lot. Oh, go ahead and talk about it. What, no, I, mean, I thought it was great. I thought the whole thing? Yeah, I know. I binge watched all of it. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. The thing I liked about it was, uh, I guess maybe it's just attributed to writing, but the characters, for some reason, just the way they, they spelled them out, I you kind of get a little emotionally invested. So when something happens, whereas like the difference between a bad show and a good show, you're not, you know what I mean? You right. don't really care. But yeah, when something would happen to, especially the main character, one of the side ones, it was kind of a big deal. And they show, they, they do flashbacks. So almost every main character gets their story. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like in a different lens of film but yeah no i really liked it and ended with a cliffhanger so i think i'm in the one thing about that i liked about that was the same thing i liked about juno which i saw in the theater by myself it's just a such a different style of writing and a different style of uh than you're used to like you said it's it's the style is what makes that show i mean and i like the fact that like i said they have a um a bunch of like 
you catch a bunch of references, like pop culture references. They did, yeah. So it's definitely someone who's young and fresh and, and that, that wrote There was it. a Mad Men thing involved, yep. too. And you can kind of tell when something's written by a female, too. Right. You just can, I don't know, maybe they're just better at that, that angle. But I liked it a lot. And I'm, uh, I don't know when season two comes out, but I'll, I'll certainly be in. Usually just settle in and take a, watch it? or I got to have like a 40 ounce. To watch it? I do. All right. Um, so our first top five list is going to be the top five show characters of all time for dramas only. Are you able to, to riff on that, Ben, or are you, are you prepared for that one? Oh, I'm always prepared. Nick, you want to go first? So what we'll do is Nick will go down his list. I'll go down mine. Now, these are not – we're not saying these are your guys' choice. These are our choices. So what we want you to do – is fire back at us on Butterfly Radio, the you know the the uh, Facebook page, wherever the Podbean page, iTunes, and let us know. No, that's bullshit. This is my top five. Your top five sucks. I like Ben's top five. I like, and we also want to know who you're close, who you agree the most with on any of these lists. So just you know, like I said, shoot us a, a email or whatnot, and let us know that you you heard it, and we'd like to know what your top five lists are. This is TV shows all time. TV shows, no TV characters all time drama. Gotcha. All right, number five, I have Dexter. This is going show. in as, uh, Dexter. ascending, so yes. one is going to be your favorite. Four, Dan Connor. Three, Saul Goodman. Two, Omar from The Wire. One, Ari Gold from Entourage. You know what's crazy, and this is exactly what I was going to tell you. Every single person that Nick just named... I immediately went, man, why is that person not on my list? <laughs> but I still appreciate my, I still think my list holds up, but I, I look at Nick's list and I go, maybe we could make an all-time 25 when we get all said and yeah. done. Yeah, bigger because one might I, I, I like, what, what's hard about doing this is, is you get to like, I'll, I'll th- you get to five, you're like, man, the first three are tough. Then you start going and you you hit like, Number four through twelve, you're like that was easy to do. Now oh, I got to yeah. now I got to cut all these people out. So did you say which show those are all from? Yeah. Okay. Because someone I saw good except Dan like Connor because the... that's uh, Roseanne. I didn't say actually say Roseanne. No, I know. Just in case someone, you gotcha. know what I mean. In case someone wasn't Saul Goodman Breaking Bad. In case I didn't mention it. Yeah, I went. I went a little more lead lead characters or whatever. Uh, five. I came in with Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. Obviously, four was Vic Mackey. Three is Hawkeye from MASH, Alan Alda. Uh, number two is Walter White, Breaking Bad. And number one of all time goes to Archie Bunker, All in the Family. Again. Pretty, well, that's not a drama. Lot, there's yeah. quite a bit of heart in that yeah, show. You know what there is? Because there was an... Uh, one where Edith got raped, so you could say that. Was yeah, no, that one was it was kind of borderline, but I just a very it, special. They do some, uh, you know, it's it, they do some heady topics. It kind of broke some ground, so I threw it in there. All right, um, you're gonna hear some repeats, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, number number five for me is uh, Paulie Galtieri from The Sopranos, Paulie Walnuts, as he's affectionately known right as, on. the best mafia character in any movie, any show. That's not based on somebody. He's that's got the real. best wings. I don't care, dude's badass. Um, Omar Little from The Wire, Vic Mackey from The Shield. Number two, Walter White, matched number two there, and number one, Jimmy James McNulty from The Wire. Oh. So again, it's honestly, I swear, I did not talk to Nick. I did not talk to Ben, and we all basically cat picked characters from. At least three from the same exact shows, and not the same characters, really. Right. I mean, you we both picked Walter White, but yeah, um, you didn't even pick Walt. Did you pick Walter White? Mm-mm. That's a great show, but he's 
he's a better character than that is show even. He's you know, such a good there character. There was a there was a I was watching I think season I'm going back like while wow, I'm so ready for this next season I've been going back on Netflix and, and trying to rewatch some stuff. And the one season two where she doesn't know yet that he has that he, uh, that he's you know making meth and she's got the make the uh, the cream on her face coming out of the shower and he comes you know he comes in there and tries to have sex with her and then she stops him and is like oh my god like control yourself and he has this weird like like he this is creepy a, perverted a real look. creepy face and I'm like man Brian Cranston he's not just the guy from uh, King of, the neighbor from King of Queens anymore I mean, he's definitely uh, no the Malcolm he's in the Tim middle Wally, right? yeah or Tim Watley. Um, the next one is top five TV shows of all time. Now, remember when I say this for me and for everyone else, don't hold me to it. You can hold me to it for this week, but you know, Nick may throw out a show or Ben may throw out a show that I go, damn it. You know what? I wish my, I could change my list. But as of today, as of right now, as of this week, these are the top five TV shows of all time per us. They might change by the time I'm done with this beer. You want to go first, Ben, and then I'll go in the Nick. Sure. Uh, number five, I call me a hipster, but uh, the Honeymooners is is if if well, you know what? If there wasn't Honeymooners, there wouldn't be half the shows there are. Sure. It's just the best. Uh, number four is the American version of The Office. Number I'm three, glad you clarified ever, that. Yeah, you didn't need to clarify that. Number three, All in the Family. Number two, Mash, and number one, Seinfeld. Do you just get like Nick at night? Do you have cable or what's going on at your house? I don't have cable. <laughs> Is it I, don't, I seriously don't have cable. I have like two five you have seven. TV Land, and that's it. I don't even no, have TV Land. He's like, I got Green Acres. I have whatever, uh, like the major. 257932, And I have 11, 56. which is good for my you kids. You know what? I might have to get you cable, man, because I, I can't. That's I might have cool. to let you get me cable. <laughs> all right. Uh, mine, Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn, my number five all time. Uh, I know it's a talk show, but I'm still putting it in there as a show because it's a TV show. Uh, you can shake your head all you want. I wish I could do a Colin Quinn impersonation. So uh, bad right now. Number four, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. Three, Seinfeld. Two, Breaking Bad, and one, The Wire. And I still say The Wire is still better than Breaking Bad. I've it's got, close. Now, for me, the way I looked at it was the shows I enjoyed watching the most are always what I watch. So I got number five, uh, Rescue Me. Oh, see, and you're going to give me a look for Tough Crowd? Yeah, the, I am. If it was only one season we were doing this, I'd say yeah. Oh, you liked one season a lot. That then... show took a dump after what, a couple. Tough crowd? I think the first no, three, Rescue Me, the oh. first three were good, and then yeah, Rescue the Me started just... off really good, and it took a huge dump. That's the only reason it's not on my list. I really liked it in the beginning. No, I will agree with you. After a while, I was like, I get it. He drinks. I get it. <laughs> I got four. I got the Shield. Five, uh, three. I have Roseanne. Two. Breaking Bad. And one. The Wire. However, if this last season of Breaking Bad kicks all kinds of ass, I might replace The Wire. With but Breaking the Bad. thing, The Wire. The reason The Wire is without a doubt the best show is because it it started and finished as good as it started. you know it was it was never there were seasons that weren't or or episodes that weren't as great as other episodes but they clarified everything they just tried every, every single character right. was developed like right. crazy um all right well, even more than obviously than breaking bad I just that's more of the story based and... I have to say the funny thing is tough crowd my favorite episode of tough crowd is where Greg Giraldo, I don't know if you ever saw it, but Tough Crowd is basically a show where Colin Quinn would have other like New York area comedians that he was friends with um, on a stage and he would bring up like political topics and they would they would like do what we do. This so like predates podcasting. Just it's riff, the same just exact thing where you have a bunch of comedians in a room and who weren't necessarily all famous at that you know yet. There was um, Giraldo, uh, Jim Norton, 
Uh, before then, before they were really big? Yeah. Well, oh, wow. I mean, some of them were, were big locally, but I don't think they got national. No, like, like, a lot no, of them were like huge success because I think that it's, this is 2004. Greg Geraldo now is, I mean. Well, he's all, he ascended Patrice all the way. On, yeah. uh, Patrice was on that show. Bill Burr. I mean, all these guys that yeah, like, you that's were, pretty were to solid, hear way man. later. Um, but there was an episode where actually uh, Greg Geraldo takes a shot at, um, and I think I sent it to you. Um, what's his name? Dennis Leary. And basically, uh, like, says something real nasty to him. And, they, they, like, there was bad blood from that point. Because it was live. That's what I liked like, about that guy. He would take a shot at anybody. Yeah. He didn't give a shit. But, what was it about? Uh, basically, he was saying, like, you know, you haven't changed your act in, like, X amount of years. And basically saying, like, hey, I'm... Because he was saying... Geraldo made a joke. And he's like, hey, he's like, this guy came prepared and wrote some wrote some jokes. And he's like, well, if you bothered to write any jokes, maybe you'd, your career wouldn't be where it's at right now. And it was basically a shot back. But it was... And then Dennis Leary got pissed. And it was like, well... You know, hey, sorry for you that you can't take it. You know, you shot me. It was the wrong guy to shoot at. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, actually, uh, I'm, I'll put a, a link to that up on the Facebook page. If anyone cares to watch it, you will be able to. Yeah, I check it it's out. like anything a comedian might say ever, no matter how. If it's like, hey, man, you can't take a joke. <laughs> right. Like, hey, you can't take a punch. Well, I think the thing is, is that people at that point in time looked at Dennis Leary as like, you know, hey, this guy is, is somebody who's done something. And they were kind of like on their way up. So to, he had ascended. He, he's too. like standing there. They're sitting there like, hey, the, you know, definitely don't come at the king. You know, he he's the biggest guy here right now. And I, I saw I've seen every scene up he's done. And I've only there was one of them that thought was really funny. I don't even remember what that great the title song where he sings about being an asshole. <laughs> I, I think stupid. Um, it starts on him talking about like fat people in Vegas and stuff. But other than that, like none of his acts I really thought were that funny. Like he would still smoke cigarettes even through a skull and crossbones. Or anything like that. That's kind of funny. You know what? I, the thing is, like I said, I, I think it had its it, it had its time, and it was funny at the time. I, I never had a problem with his stand up. It was kind of time sensitive. Remember when he would do those snippets on MTV, like before yes. there was videos. Where those were really yell a good. Bunch of things out and yeah. then drag on a cigarette. Like, yeah, yeah, but it was like twenty hot seconds with a, with a cigarette involved. I'm for it. <laughs> All right. Um, the next one is biggest. This is uh, I don't know. I, don't, I think your brother brought this one in, or you. I don't know. Uh, biggest asshole athletes. No, that was me. And are you prepared to answer it? Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one first since I didn't get to go. At number five, AJ Prasinski from Ooh. the White Sox. It's not just because I'm a Cubs fan. No, that's fair. That's valid. Douchebag. That's he valid. He is the huge douchebag. But as you go up the list, you're gonna be like, really, dude? AJ might be bad, but are you serious? You're gonna put him in this group? Because I'm sure we're gonna match on a lot of these. I'm a Sox number fan. F- he's he's a He's a dick. He knows Well, it. now he's not on the Sox anymore, so you Still, can hate him, too. He I'm just saying, it. now you can hate him. No, I can't. Um, Deion Sanders at number four. Can't stand Deion. How come? He's just, an, he's just a loudmouth, belligerent douche. I, I mean, he hasn't done anything. Like, again, as I go up the list, you're going to be like, <laughs> really? This guy? You're going to put Deion Sanders with number three, O.J. Simpson? Um, <laughs> I think that pretty much speaks for itself. I mean, O.J., uh, He's, Why would he do? <laughs> nothing, apparently. He just robs some people. Yeah, he just robs some people. Um, number two, Dennis Rodman. The stupid earrings, the stupid, you know, the stupid wedding dress, all, all that stuff. Is just was that so... for his book when he wore a wedding yeah. dress? Was that... Actually, I was in Chicago because they... Uh, Did you get it signed? No, no, no. I was walking past. I didn't even realize that's what was going on there until he came up on a motorcycle. Did he sign your breast? No, I stayed away from him because I can't no. stand him. Uh, and A-Rod, number one. And that's just topical for right now. I mean, th- this guy really, he's worse than OJ. He's such a douche. Sports wise. I don't know if he can kill like OJ. I found it interesting that Aaron Hernandez didn't make it on yours. Yeah. You know. I, or Lance Armstrong. If, I don't think Lance Armstrong's an asshole. 
But we'll see what you have to say because apparently he made it onto your list. All right, I'm gonna just throw out. I even though we only did five, I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Scotty Pippen because <laughs> I've never heard anything good about this guy like Who? outside of the game. No of Tippin basketball. Pippen. Who? Scotty Pippen. Oh, okay. I thought you said Pesednik. I thought stop for a minute. Whether it, him displaying a weapon on like a busy street in Chicago or pointing it at some women or whatever no the tip case may be. But for number five, I have Lance Armstrong. Basically because this guy like lied about taking steroids so much that people that were accusing him of like lost their jobs and were defamed. But and right. it turned out and he also sued the the tabloid in England. And I it hope, was he actually took him. It was he <laughs> I hope Roger Clemens is on your list then. Um, I just didn't have a room. I have Aaron Hernandez. As this number could have four. been a bigger list. We don't. He hasn't done anything that we know. I mean, he's innocent right now. That's. I think it's pretty overwhelmingly <laughs> that he's he said that God. He said be, that uh, this is God's will. So he was also bitching. There's no internet in the. Uh, <laughs> he's like writing letters back to fans, and these fans are instantly selling them to TMZ, and I TMZ is instantly displaying them. So apparently, the warden of the jail that Aaron Hernandez is in is like, listen, you better be careful what you send out because every single one of your letters is went on TMZ. He should just draw pictures. Well, like he, he writes LOL on the letter. <laughs> like, Did you see the last line on that letter that he wrote? The fan, he was like, he's like, yeah, they all gonna, they all gonna see me when I'm, when I'm free, blah blah blah. And the last line was, please don't retweet this or release this or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm using you know hyperbole, but yeah, he basically said, don't tell anybody about right. this letter. And immediately they're like, yo, TMZ, mm-hmm. what's up? Not that worked out. Uh, for three, I have Dumb. OJ because. Uh, he did, uh, what is it, Naked Gun, three and a half or whatever. Oh, he did, no, the first, <laughs> first two. Yeah, 33 Naked Gun. He's um, not mad about the murder. He's no. pissed about the movie. No. The movie was great. He sucked I at it. I love it. Nordberg. He's got that big pro. A-Rod. Yep, number one. Just go off and just leave the game of baseball. <laughs> Sounds You're like that's ruined it <laughs> almost. Sounds like that's And then number one, I, I don't know. I, there's other people that should have probably beat this guy, like the convicted murderer, like the suspected murderer, like the liar about the steroid. But Barry Bonds, the guy just seems like he'd be an asshole. He looks like he smells really bad, too. I don't know why. Is it me or is he the, just... The original denier of using steroids. Well, he's probably the original, but as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> made the biggest... He had a lot of hype around it. I don't know if it's me, but he is the most soft-spoken dude for a guy of that size. He's like this Hulk of a man, and he's like, yeah, well, we did all right today. I mean, other than Mike Tyson, which that kind of sounded like. But yeah, no, he's very... Like you're just stepping on your own joke. He's like, I don't know why they just sort of like accuse me of this stuff, but he's this huge dude with like his helmet size. That might be the very first impression of him ever done. Barry Bonds? Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Coin it right there. So (laughs) we had a pretty good game. I had a couple home runs. What do you got? Um, number five wasn't on you guys' list, but I had to because um, I can't stand his face. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I know he's sorry. he's done whatever. He's been uh, arguably he he raped a woman in Colorado. Arguably, uh, yeah, yeah. He paid her off, so he's not guilty. But arguably, and then he went and bought his wife this huge pink diamond to make it right. Uh, and then when he makes a shot, he pulls his jersey and makes that mean face. He goes like this, like like shows his teeth. That doesn't make you better at basketball. Stop doing that. You're pissing me off. Number he also four, walked off on his team like three or four different times. So yeah, he's like, well, if I don't have the biggest and, best center in, in basketball, I quit. So to hell with him. Uh, number four is Michael Vick. I don't have any. I don't think I have any murders on my list, but I don't like what he did to dogs. It pisses me. There you go. Yeah, it's not okay. And he comes back. You know what's funny is they were asking him, like, oh, do you forgive Riley Cooper for his. You know, using the N word or whatever, and and they caught it on video. They're asking a guy who killed a bunch of dogs and threw them in piles. They're just looking hey, to start another, some other thing. Like they, they want him to say, "No, I don't," or "Yeah, I forgive him." And then they'll be like, "Well, who are you to forgive him?" But that's the thing. They're looking to him to go. 
are you okay with this guy who morally? Better? Who better than him? Yeah, I know. I agree. I think he's like, I've, for, I've forgiven him. Number three, Lance Armstrong, for all the reasons you said, including... Uh, I didn't say because I don't think he's a dick. He's well, his wife stuck with him through cancer, and when he beat it, he was like, kick it, bitch. I got Cheryl Crow. Oh, I thought Cheryl Crow was the chick who stuck with him. No, no, no. Yeah. His wife stuck with him. And he should have kicked Cheryl Crow to right. the curb and she moved sucks. up. But, he should have. Yeah. She might have got a good song out of it. Yeah, but he was like, thanks for sticking around. I'm going to go fuck Cheryl Crow. Just zip him and tuck him back up. <laughs> uh, number two, Roger Clemens, because the guy is the loudest uh, I'm glad you have him on there. of steroids. Somebody he, he even uh, named his buddy McNamee, who was the one who helped him the whole time. He was like, no, it was this guy. He's a big douche. Name but, names and this when everybody except for him. I'm gonna <laughs> everybody. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, and number one, I'm gonna go in the wayback machine. Ty Cobb, uh, you know what? I a actually... well-known racist. He beat up a one-armed guy in the stands, and his mother shot his father because his father thought she was cheating around, so she shot him with a shotgun. The funniest part about that was I was gonna put Ty Cobb on there too, but I thought that a lot of people would be like, I don't. That's not resonating. Ty Cobb, he holds a shitload of records in MLB. He's one of the most best. of them is for being the biggest asshole. Well, in no, he's one of the best baseball players of all yeah, time. Yeah, sure, but he's, he's also one of the biggest assholes. Yeah, yeah, notorious. He's a very he's an asshole. It's very and I good know at that baseball. from watching Field of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, he was notorious for sliding in with his spikes up. Uh, he was notorious for being a. a a wild racist and a, and a ton of other things. He was a bad dude, but very good at baseball. So he gets my number one a hole athlete. Sounds like Randy Johnson. The guy Randy Johnson described. didn't he hit a seagull with a bird once? Or he, with, hit, a, with he a, hit a seagull with a bird with a ball? I'm sorry, I with can't a ball. Wait, we cut that. No, there's there's yeah there's a you, there's a YouTube thing of him throwing a fastball and just clobbering a bird in the middle. We're gonna get through uh, the worst uh, worst popular bands, and then we're gonna then we'll talk some Breaking Bad. I'm just. Way too stupid for this. No, you're not. <laughs> please, please cut my Randy Johnson bit out. <laughs> It'll do. Uh, Nick, you're up. All right. For number five, I don't know if you consider this guy a band or not, but I just wanted to mention him, Prince. <laughs> well, you're I'll not a musical a genius. I really don't even know what you're about. You're just annoying looking. <laughs> and that's uh, number four, Godsmack. Yeah, they suck. Oh, I like that. That's oh, see, this, this is where That's this solid. is where we're gonna re, we're gonna find a fault with Ben today. This is, this is where it's gonna. No, happen. I like I like that he talks shit about God's. Oh, That's, I thought you liked God's. No, I think you turned over a rock and found no. a pearl. <laughs> Nickelback. Yes, I think that That's, that's an easy. And then these bands, I don't know much about making music, but I will say they have talent. But I don't want to. I don't want to know about it. I wish they weren't this. You know, Grateful Dead and Fish. I, I don't I, care about your stupid right. goddamn tours. <laughs> I don't care about people following your tours. Oh, that's funny. That was one and two? Yes. Yeah. Pass, pass, pass. I like it, though. That's solid. That's solid. <laughs> Is it on me? Yes. Uh, if, I'm going to consider them a band because they sold so many records, but Black Eyed Peas, please stop it. Please stop. <laughs> I think in- they did, didn't they? Please stop invading my ears and having sex with them. I can't stand it. They're so bad. They did the Super Bowl halftime, and it was the worst thing I've ever seen. That's usually the staple of you being a shitty band when you're at the Super Bowl. They really don't have anybody good. Yeah, or or, or over the or they hill. mash you or up over with the hill. shitty person. Like if, right. you're, if you're Tom Petty and you're you know in your sixties yeah. doing it or whatever. Uh, number four, uh, Phil Collins, and that counts for Genesis too. Stop it! I'm tired of you playing drums. I don't give a shit. He did stop right. Good. Again, he Good. Just only makes children's. He likes makes music for children's movies. Yeah, I don't need to see Tarzan or whatever. <laughs> just leave me alone. I got kids now, and I have to hear you again. This sucks. Uh, number three, I'm with you. Uh, Grateful Dead. Now, I a lot of people swear by him and love him, and maybe they're fine. I just don't want to hear it. Uh, number two, I don't know if this would be 
controversial or not. I find that weird though, as a musician that, I mean, I, I'm not, a, I'm definitely not a fan of the Grateful Dead, but that, I mean, they're definitely one of the most musically, that's like saying Dave Matthews, hate them, but they can play. Yeah, no, Grateful Dead can play. They're good musicians. It's like someone who's a great illustrator but draws cock and balls. Right. Like, yeah, you're sure. drawing stuff I just don't want to see. Yes, it's technically accurate, you know what I mean? But I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, number two is uh, the Eagles. I don't, I just I just don't want anything to do with them. I don't know. And, and my wife's going to kill me because her family just swears by the Eagles and they love them. But I have no need for they them ever. They all have Eagle shirts. They do. Uh, number one is uh, U2. I... I'm I don't know, I'm in the minority, whatever. No, you two obviously sells a ton of records. Hate them. I've never heard you two and been like, "This is awesome." Play it again. Never. I my thing I've always said everything rattle and hum Joshua Tree, but anything prior to that or after that. But even on. that, whatever Bono, that guy's horrible. Well, I think that again, that's when it was cool to it was cool to be socially conscious. Then everyone else stopped being socially conscious, and he just kept on. And it even was, if we even if we take his political activism out of it, just that's fuck it. Bono, that's it, dude. Then. Fuck Bono. Yeah, he's a like, douchebag. He wears he's like purple douchebag. glasses to meet the president. And the, fuck out I don't of here. like the fact that there's a guitar player named The Edge. That's Bono, just, he named himself Bono. You know what that means? I don't know. But Bono means beautiful me. voice. He gave himself that name. He gave himself the name Beautiful Voice. He's like, hey, from now on, call me Bono. Call me Beautiful yeah. Voice. Hey, I'm going to find a moniker for best looking dude ever. That's bad, <laughs> that's bad news. <laughs> I just silent for a minute so you can get a drop. I really, that's why I went silent too. Uh... Mine is going to be uh, number five, Pearl Jam. Hate him. Can't stand him. Eddie Vedder, the worst frontman of all time. With his How stu- dare you? Every song is exactly the same. as. And then I saw an advertisement today on Facebook, or this week on Facebook, or not an advertisement, but somebody was saying like, hey, I can't believe that it's already been 25 years since 10 came out, you know, or 20 years, whatever. And uh, I thought to myself, I, if I could go back in time, I would make sure that Eddie Vedder never sang just, He's what are you saying? This is gonna you, hurt you would the, be willing gonna, to take this guy's life. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say this that. Is gonna hurt Just in case I ever find a time machine, I don't want to. I don't want someone to look back on this. <laughs> and uh, I can't believe you think oh, that. It sucks. I don't know if we were supposed to the debate these sucks. lists, but God, yeah, you can debate really? Pearl uh, Jam's fantastic. Number four, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, horrifying. They suck. Anthony Kiedis doesn't really sing anything. He's like David Lee Roth. If David <laughs> Lee Roth was like even more retarded than he is. If David Lee Roth got hit in the head with a baseball bat, because he does that stupid thing where he just says a bunch of like wor- like like verbal vomit, and it's supposed to be he just a- makes up sounds yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, if David Lee Roth surfed more, right, right, absolutely. Number three, Alice in Chains, which I'm sure you're gonna be annoyed by. Uh, number two, Bare Naked Ladies, and I know you're already gonna be upset about that. This is the worst list of all. Number time. one, three eleven. Most annoying <laughs> this is band a bad list. of all. You like 311 too? They're okay. No, I don't understand. Fine. I don't understand what 311's about. I'm not as offended by that as I am Pearl Jam and Allison Chains. All right. Well, we're going to take a break from that for a minute and talk a little Breaking Bad. I think that Walt is going to go down, but I think that somehow Walt is going to either cooperate with the police or do something to make sh- to somehow like Jesse to get immunity and Jesse get off because I think that Walt's finally gonna kind of like a shield ending the way you would want the shield to end. Yeah, because I definitely not in the way I wanted. Like to. with Vic alone and it's, it's no, kinda... I meant like where you assume that like. You expect that you know both of those guys are gonna go down gonna go down, but but Walt's gonna step up and, and let Jesse. Because for whatever reason now, they've they've made Jesse's character like 
way more super lovable and Walt's super hate. He has leveled out, hasn't right? he? Yeah. From like the days of graffiti and es- pizza boxes. Especially after, you know, they they, uh, they shot the child on the, uh, the dirt bike. So uh, after that, everything's definitely gone. Well, I, I definitely think at this point in the show, Walt's obviously doesn't, is not, a, like even when the kid gets killed and, you know, Walt obviously allows a lot of things to happen or and is a direct effect for a lot of things to happen. But I think he, at the end, is going to... I mean, he knows he's he manipulates Jesse. Pretty much everything bad Jesse's done, with the, especially after, like, season two. I mean, Walt manipulated everything. Well, they, they always show, the like, way. Walt turning away, where, like, in smile, like having, like, an evil smile, where, you know, he's just being passive-aggressive. What do you think? Um, I, I don't think... That, I think uh, no matter what, at the end of the day, I think Walt's looking out for his family. You know, he was always... That was the reason for the whole thing, was, like, I'm going to sell this meth and give money for my two kids and my wife. So I think it may be something where he'll end up killing anybody or making any deal possible. I, at the end of the day, I don't think he'll care about himself, but he's going to do something to make sure that his kids and his family are okay. Get the and, keep his money. Yeah, and if he has to mow over everybody in the process, he'll do it. That was, that's was that been his mantra from day one. See, I, I don't agree with you. This is where we kind of deviate. I agree that's what he set out for, but I think that he's gotten so wrapped up in this character that he's portraying that, that he's he's lost all sense of reality. Because like in the beginning of this last season where he's talking to the connect and he's like make he makes the guy say he's like what's my name and he makes the guy say hi and he just like he's just so thrilled with himself. And pretty much I I'm hoping that Skyler eats a bullet or does kills her. I can't stand her. I can't. She's the, great? one of the Wouldn't worst. Great? I, I mean, she's a great actress. I just, the, she, the character, they've, they've made the character. But so does that amazing. make it a great character? Yeah. Because you hate him so much. Oh, like, absolutely. There had to be something involved. This is why I appreciate the show because the writing is so, like everything they do is just so, like you're like, how are they going to get out of this? And they don't really leave any, any, you know, anything out there where you're like okay I guess that's that could make sense well like we talked about earlier like if you have good writing then then you care about the characters right. it goes it goes whether you like them you not necessarily yes. care about them you're emotionally toward whether you hate them you, you love them but you I mean, gotta hate them for a reason right I want, she has to be on the show to give me someone to hate mm-hmm. because you know other people have gone away that I, and that really I think balances out where people tend they would hate Walt a hell of a lot more if they didn't hate her mm-hmm. yeah. I find that everybody hates her Everyone I know, women and men, that's are on all purpose. Like, oh, that's that's no coincidence. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. So they've definitely their the writing is definitely you know guiding. She's the not show that unrealistic way. either. No, like any woman in that scenario would be similar to that. But I, I love that they stick to their guns and they're like, no, no, you're gonna keep being a bitch because you keep yeah, waiting for her to go like, all right, I'm on your team, Walt. Like well, I'll she, back. She you. did she for a little bit, but now she's it's, yeah, she's gone over the over the edge. So real quick, uh, I my my opinion is at the end how I see it ending is. Uh, Walt's gonna ride off into the sunset somehow, some way, and just be a fugitive. Um, I, I, I don't see, I see him getting away with it, but I see him losing everything in the process. I don't know how it's gonna play out, but I see it coming down between Hank and Walt. And well, I, could you I want see a scenario where Hank is like so embarrassed, like this guy's running my nose the whole time, <laughs> that he just like well, you lets know, he knows slump. now, right? That he just, even though he knows, like he. How are know. we going to see eight episodes, right, after we already know that Hank knows? Because he's going to give him an out. Right. You can't, well, he's you can't gonna, stretch he's, it out for Either eight. that or he's going to set a trap and say, I'm going to let, I'm going to, I want to catch him in the act. Because I want to make perfectly sure before I indict this guy, who is my family member, and who has been right under my nose where everybody thinks I'm the great DEA agent. Mm. But, you know, I got to make damn sure. I'm hoping it's not him. I think he's going to come to that point when he's like, they paint him am, as I a gonna do, am I going to do it or not? And that might take an episode or two yeah. or three. 
They, they also paint him as a pretty smart cookie to take the words of Pierce Morgan. Pierce and Morgan. Um, just a real, a quick recap before we move back to the top five list and wrap it up. Uh, here's a list of all the people that have died in the wake of Walt and Jesse. And I want you guys to, to chime in here and tell me if you agree that they are responsible for the death of these following people. To see yes or no? Yep. Uh, the Breaking Bad pilot, Emilio. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crazy 8. Yep. Mm-hmm. Combo. Do you remember who that is? Well, I guess for that, for the Crazy 8 and Emilio, or especially Crazy 8, I mean, well, it's pretty much in self-defense. Like, they're coming there to kill Walt. So it wasn't like he, they were killed in cold blood. Combo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jane. I mean, yeah, Walt could have done something. He, he failed to save her while she died of a drug over. That's Jesse's girlfriend. Oh, of course. That's extremely on him. Yeah. 167 passengers on the Wayfair I-55 and uh, JM-21 flights that crashed together. Nah, I wouldn't say directly that's on Walt. Because, Jane, an argument that, at, because Jane's father is all distressed over the, his dead well, daughter he, dying. and Technically, he could have handled it better. Should have been more of a professional. Should so you're have not been gonna a professional. Put, you're you're going to take 167 deaths. When you put that polo on... You say I'm flying <laughs> this that, plane. You have that earpiece. Or yeah. Uh, nameless rival dealers. Um, the Walt's two pr- thugs that Jesse, they were going to kill. He hits him with the Aztec. Well, again, he's, they were coming to shoot Jesse. But he still, sh- he still killed them. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, bottom line, I'm not saying, it, was he justified in it? I'm just yeah, saying, he was responsible. I didn't uh, go. So would you say fault. he was responsible for the past 167 passengers in some way, shape, or form? Yeah, he's got blood in his hands for that, I'd say. Gale. Blood no doubt about that. No one. doubt about that one. Uh, Victor, the guy that uh, that the box gusts, cutter. Yeah, cuts him with the, the box cutter. No, to prove a point. Not that one. Okay. Nope. Okay. He's off the hook on that one. Uh, anonymous Gus, Gus Henchman, uh, the guy who uh, Walt pot, he kills him in the lab. That's how they they, they call him. That's his. When he tells Jesse that it's over. Yeah. Yeah. That he obviously sure. Uh, Gus. Yep. Hector Tio Salamanca. Yep. Nope. He put a bomb on him. I mean, how was he not responsible for that? No, he knew he was going in there with the bomb. He's fine. Uh, so, we'll, we'll let him slide on that one. Uh, no, Tio wanted it. Uh, Tyrus, maybe the right-hand man of Gus. The black guy that always yeah. made the weird faces. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the two guards in the laundry lab who died to make him look like Heisenberg. Uh, Peter Schuler. The German guy who works for Madrigal. No. The condiment tester? Yeah. No, that's on him. Uh, Chow, who is the Asian laundry guy. Well, who, I mean, if you say... I, I everything is set in motion. It, yeah, it, you're right, but no, I wouldn't. He can't get... Chris, not, dir- not directly. Uh, Chris Mara. He's killed by Mike because Walt took out Gus. No. Drew Sharp, the child who was killed on the dirt bike by Todd. No. And last but not least, Mike Ehrmantraut. Yes, and I'm glad you brought that up lastly, because I got something to say about that. One of the things that, after going back and watching it, there's several times where Mike's, like, going to kill Walt, and then Walt talks his way out of it, or Walt, like, pulls, like, a fast one and is able to get out of it. But Walt is very, like, sad when he shoots Mike. He's like, I'm sorry, I guess I didn't even need to do this. I could have got the list from her. But I think Walt would have been like, hey... You know, you should have killed me when you had the chance. Because I, I was kind of like, dude, this guy's just a cock. To, to Mike? Yeah. To to Walt and uh, to Jesse. Like, if so, I don't care what the circumstances are. If someone, like, says they're going to kill me, especially if I'm some criminal on some made-up TV show, if a criminal's like, I'm going I'm to kill you, that's it. I'm going to... 
I, especially. We're, we're, you didn't we're know he next, was going to make a piece. Especially. The, the, next, the next day, we're not going to be friends, <laughs> and you're not going to show me how you know, right. the ropes like to Jesse, or you're not going to... You know, you slip out one, like right. your wall. You, yeah, you chain me to a radiator the next time I'm next time I and you get away the next time I see you. It's definitely on. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, punch wall out too. <laughs> it's true. Uh, back to our top five. The top five ugly ugliest celebrity chicks that Hollywood wants us to say are hot. Hollywood is trying to convince us that these people are attractive females. What do you got, Nick? At number five, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Ooh, I good, think I good. think she she can look good sometimes, but I would agree that she's no, not, but she's not. But she's, she's definitely, definitely not. Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. That's solid. I like Jake Gyllenhaal better. Look, <laughs> Me too. Looking. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Oh. I don't know. People will judge, say she's hot or not, but I she's don't know. not. Should have been on my list. Chloe Kardashian. Actually, after that, I'm Katie Holmes was supposed to be number three. Oh, that would have been good. Uh, Chloe Kardashian should have been number two, and then number one, Sarah Jessica Parker. Just no, thank you. <laughs> she's old now, though. But when, when she was young, she was young. She looked like a pony. Now she looks like a horse. Oh, that is a really good An old top beat five. Down That's a really horse. good list. I think mine's gonna beat it. We'll see what you got. That's good. I don't think I have any of those names, and those are all names where I go. Oh, I only have one name that he's had. A number five came up last week. Selena Gomez. Uh, what? Dude, she's like twelve. She's, it's bothering me. Her face. She looks like she's she like, looks like a I female version of Macaulay Culkin. Still. Sure. All right. She looks like, I don't you, know, she's older than Bieber, but she looks like a kid. And it, for some reason, it bothers me. I don't you know. don't think she's a, a pretty girl? She's pretty for this, for a kid. It's not, no, it's okay. not good. I got what you just, no. just on a side note, do you think Justin Bieber will be dead within five years? Nope. I don't know. 27 is that, that uh, isn't that the age that all these people die He's at? got Canadian power. Yeah. Like staying power. Him and Dave Coulier. <laughs> yeah. No, Selena Gomez, she's fine looking, but there's something about, it's like this Nickelodeon generation. Where as soon as they get their driver's license, it's like put them in a skirt or whatever. It creeps me out. I don't like it. Uh, number four is Anne Hathaway. She's fine. Oh, she's but just hot, stop saying how hot she is. I think she's, she's hot. She's okay. No, she's I all think right. She's hot. She looks like a boy. Uh, number three is Demi Moore, who's fine. But how old is yeah, she? So random. She's no, at the wall. Probably three or four years. Oh, ago. she's probably like 48, 49. She was okay in Ghost when she had a dude's haircut. But I mean that was years ago. Yeah, and she, she was, was ghost. she was good when she had a dude's haircut. That's that's her tops. Maybe in like striptease or whatever. But I don't know. Oh, they keep doing this thing where it's like, oh, look how old she is, and look how great she is for her age. Stop saying for your age. Right. Stop saying that. Just say she's hot or she's not. It's creeping me out too. Number two is Gwyneth Paltrow. She's fine, but there's nothing special about her. Like not, not to look at. She's fine. She's fit. Okay, she has all her teeth. Great. Number one, <laughs> <laughs> number one, uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, she's, she's I know she small. goes surfing every day. I know she has arms like a dude, and I know she gets along with other females. Not enough for me. Not enough for me. Stop telling me Cameron Diaz is hot. Even if Justin Timberlake dates her, quit it. I'm just way too stupid for this. <laughs> I don't. Let me just give my list, and we'll see. <laughs> uh, my list is at the bottom. Rihanna. I don't understand how anyone thinks she's attractive. Are you serious? Oh, she is probably. I think she's. I definitely think she's got. I think she's either got some sort of chromosomal problem. I don't. I don't. Are you mixing personality in this? No, her face. I thought we were going just by looks. It looks like Rocky Dennis. That's what she (laughs) looks like. Uh, Number four, Mariah Carey. She has the thinnest like top lip. It just really bothers me, and her face looks like it's full of peach fuzz for some reason. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't. She's gross. I don't know. That's what I think of a tennis ball with lips. Okay. All right. Uh, Leanne Rhymes, gross. She's, not hot. Not no, hot. They, but she's all over the tabloids. Like, look at 
she stole Eddie Sebrian from his wife or in their short like check out her beach body it's like she's stick thin and gross yeah yeah she's they're not, like oh she's down to 100 pounds look how hot she is right. no, she's, no she's not number two this probably could have gone to number one but I hate number one more Minu Savari the chick that played the the band American girl Pie? in American Pie, yeah, and she had she looks like a smashed grape. She's not she's a very unfortunate looking person. Yeah, she played the like the lust in yeah. American Beauty. She's not she's not she's not bad, but her eyes yeah that's what don't like she might be a part Martian. <laughs> and number one, number one, Chloe Kardashian. That's solid. Um. All right, let's hurry up and. I, you know, I one. almost feel sorry for her because both her sisters, I think, are are pretty don't. good looking, and then there's her. Like, you're the ugly sister out of the... <laughs> All right. Uh, the next list is top five disappointing films of the last 10 years. Let's do it. Ben, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'm, I might be stretching the 10-year boundary just a hair because I didn't <clears throat> 100% fact check. Number five is Charlie's Angels. That's a piece of shit. I really wasn't expecting yeah, but wasn't, much. It was, but... Yeah, but no, but think about it. It's a huge show in the 70s. What is it known for? It's known for super hot chicks. Who do you plug in? Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz. I, think I we've like touched, Drew Barrymore. I think we, she's fine. She's all right. We've touched on Cameron Diaz. You mean like fine or fine? No, nah, I mean like eh, so-so. Oh, Lucy, don't even talk bad about Lucy. You're replacing Farrah Fawcett with Cameron Diaz. That's where I need to slap somebody. So that's number five for me. Number four is Ocean's 12 because I thought Ocean's 11, while remake, was still pretty good. It was pretty good. Ocean's 12 was it. really bad. I don't know that I expected much of it. I can't uh, believe you didn't pick Ocean's 13. No, because 12 came first. That's the only reason. I just went chronologically. Oh. Oh, well, then well, hopefully Ocean's 13 is the next one on your list. <laughs> it is. At 14 oh. and 15. No. Uh, number three is Signs. Um, yeah, that was a few. Because, I hated that movie. I mean, the other, you know, I See Dead People came out. And it, it, I thought, okay, he'll come back with something. But you kill the aliens with water and a baseball bat. And it was just stupid. Swing it was away. Bad. Yes. That's bad. Stupidest thing ever. Fucking bad news. Uh, number two is uh, Matrix Revolutions, Matrix Part 3. Never saw One, it. Really? Nope. I, I, after Matrix 1, I did the smart okay. thing and opted out. We'll, uh, we'll go into that next week, too. hopefully. Yeah. Uh, one was one of the best movies yeah, I've absolutely. ever seen. Two was out there, but but still visually amazing. Number three, I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's no good. So that's uh, in number one, Indiana Jones. Uh, I'll just call it part four. Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. I drove to St. Louis to visit my cousin who I grew up with. I was pretty close with him. He was a big Indiana Jones fan. And right. I said, dude, we're going to do this, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come down and meet your family. We're going to go see the movie. And it was the biggest piece of shit. I wanted to leave it 20 minutes in. It was so bad. Pass. All right. <laughs> I'm going to do mine real quick. Uh, number five, the new Karate Kid movie. What a huge piece of shit. I love The Karate Kid. One of my favorite movies of all I time. Knew it. What pisses and me I was off excited because it'll my... be on TV. I'm like, oh, Karate Kid's on. Yeah, I tried it to see fucking Jaden Smith one. Are you talking about three or Hillary Swank? No, the, the Jaden Smith remake of The Karate Boo. Kid. Yeah, because I wanted my kid to enjoy The Karate Kid like I did. And I was like, that it, won't happen. It was, it was a, the story was crap. He's crap. Uh, Man of Steel. I know it's, it's kind of new. So for 10 years, it's still, to me... When I saw the, the no other, I can't think of the last time a preview made me excited. You about were pumped. Movie. I remember yeah. hearing it. You guys, were pumped. and it was a huge piece of shit. Um, number three, this is going to be one that no one has on their list. Righteous Kill. It was a, the second. I wanted to see. It was a De Niro and Pacino oh, back together, making magic again. Back heat. together after Heat, which was amazing. And I was like, this is going to be badass. These guys played like, and they're in their, <laughs> I think they're in their seventies at this time. 
They played some badass, ass-kicking New York detectives. In the very first scene, uh, Al Pacino beats up 50 Cent, who can obviously wipe the floor with Al Pacino. But he beats him in such a, like a, he beats him into submission. It's it's horrifying. And then, um, I think it's Al Pacino has sex with uh, Carla Gugino. He's so <laughs> old and wrinkly, and she's so hot. And it just it was disturbing. The movie was really bad. That's a great pick. Um, number two, The Phantom Menace. Huge, huge flop. Piece of shit. Oh, I would have put that, but I, I thought we were being sticklers about time. Uh, about time, it makes it. Ten years. That makes it. New. Yeah. New. 99. No, was it? Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. No, but 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 that should be on the top yeah, of everyone's sorry. podium. That should get a, 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 a it should get into the category. It should get something. It's so, it's so bad. It should get something. I was still pissed off about it in 2002, so. I totally um, understand. Or 2004. Totally understand. And number one, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. So bad. All right, I guarantee it's on his list. Yeah, you're, you're going to hear a lot of the same things. And the, the thing with Indiana Jones is I just knew. It came out, and I just knew. Because you don't I didn't like see, Shia LaBeouf. I didn't see it at the theater because I just thought, I knew it was going to be a piece of shit. No hope for LaBeouf. And uh, that was among other reasons why I thought it was going to suck. These will all be Shia LaBeouf movies. Number four, <gasps> Public Enemies with yeah. John Depp. Uh, because I, just, I was really looking forward to it. I'm like, uh, you know... John Dillinger is a pretty cool character. John Depp's a pretty Johnny cool guy. Johnny Dillinger. John Depp, you know, plays some good stuff. <laughs> but it just felt way short. And then number three, one I know is on your list, Man of Steel. For the same reason, it's like, after the other Superman came out, within like a few, like, what was it, like in 07 or 08, the new one, they're, they're already talking about like, oh, there's going to be a reboot and everything. And then when I heard that people from Batman writers were going to do it, I'm like, oh, it's going to be, I, I'm holding the, I'm, Got a high bar for this, and it just fell short. It just way short. And then number one and two would be Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions. Wow, one and two, biggest. Dis- two was pretty. Cool. It was so disappointing that it, there's been very few times I've been in the movie theater and I'm like watching the clock, like is this fucking shit almost over? But with that movie, <laughs> and I was so stoked about seeing two that we, me and Marcus and Marcus's brother and a couple other people got tickets. We're like, this is gonna be awesome. We got tickets yeah, for yeah. that night, but it came out. And then for the next day, like we're already gonna play. Plans You're gonna to see double it again. back, and I didn't even go back. I'm, and I, I, I'm, I'm just. I'll you think the semi trailer chase scene was pretty, pretty cool, fighting on top? It was just awful, and like the I said, scene I'm just like, rough. And especially for three, I'm like watching the clock. Like, is this almost over? Uh, I, These and ever. <laughs> since I was okay those, with two, but three, I feel you 100. percent Ever since then, their movies have been awful because they did Speed Racer. Fever Vendetta is cool. Right? I love that I, movie. I didn't think it was that I great. It. At I thought all. it was super good. When someone as hot as Natalie Portman can't save a movie, then I that's true. Just zip them and tuck them back up. If you say so. <laughs> uh, in the la- we're gonna hit this last list. Um, top five guilty pleasure films. That's definitely a Ben pick. You can go. Do you go on first last time? I'll I go went first. first last time. Uh, we're gonna plow through these. Mine is uh, this is gonna get this is gonna get it's gonna get dirty here. I like I mean, it. To where people are gonna want people to get... are gonna think differently of me. I think. I like that. At number five, enough with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> oh, dude. I just like the fact oh, that she learns dude. Krav Maga in like a day or day and a half and can beat this guy who's been beating her for years. She goes away, trains like at one to two days in the, in Krav Maga. And becomes an expert, and then sets him up for the perfect uh, murder, a self-defense. Uh, I don't know that word you're saying, but it sounds like it makes sense. Murder, Kramaga. Oh, Kramaga. <laughs> it's a martial Israeli martial arts form. Of course, uh, of course number it is. four, Romy and Michelle's 
high school reunion. <laughs> I don't. They're both hot. Back then, uh, Lisa Kudrow. Back then, she Lisa was hot. In that movie. She's hot in that movie. I don't care what you say. She's hot in that movie. We're not talking about would you? Number three, GI Jane. <laughs> I like it. It's okay. a good movie. I always like to see the military stuff where they show them like going through the training and stuff. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, and especially, uh, she looked pretty good in that movie. I got no room to talk. My list is coming. Uh, Far and Away at number two, which you made fun of last week. But I love Far and Away. A good movie to watch, though. It's I'm, good. I'm with it. Uh, and uh, number one, which movie I watch more than any other movie I've ever seen, The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> but it's hockey. It's, it's a great I, movie. It's hockey, though. It's a great movie. It's Emilio oh, Estevez. At his finest. Yeah, riding high off of a young gun. If it too. didn't involve hockey, I'd give you shit, but it does, so I'm okay with it. All right. Now let's see what you got, Nick. Number five, I have Mean Girls. Back when Lindsay Lohan was just sweet and innocent. Not guilty about that at all. No. Varsity no. Blues. Are you guilty about it? That's a great bad movie. I mean, if someone's like, what are you watching? I'd, be like, I'd probably, like if my wife came That's in, a good I'd be like, oh, the channel, like, like you were watching Spice when your parents came home? It's all staticky when, she, when someone walks in the room. Uh, number three, I got Dirty Dancing. That's Ooh. embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Havana Nights, do not they? Were, you no, guys haven't pulled out the, the ace one. card, though. I got the ace. I don't know if you guys have it. Uh, number two, Pretty Woman. Just because uh, it's not Jason bad. Alexander just He's plays awesome. an awesome scumbag. Such a jerk. And then number one, I don't I don't know. Maybe people wouldn't think it's a guilty pleasure or not. But every time Legends of the Fall is on, I have to watch it. <laughs> Don't spit beer on my floor. <laughs> is that Brad Pitt in that movie when he's got like beautiful long hair? You bet your ass it is. Yeah, Brad Pitt at his, at like his finest. Covered bridges and... Brad Pitt before he broke. Is there Shirtless with cowboys, long hair. Cowboys and Indians? They're back like in the early 1900s. Like so you just, you just like that movie? Or what's... Uh, yeah. Like that's your number one. Like you've seen it how many times? I don't know. Like every time every it's been time on TV, <laughs> the last ten years. As many times it's been broadcast. Unless no, I actually uh, only saw it like four years ago, or five, four or five years ago, and it's been out since for, then. Like, I've seen it the early nineties, million times. <laughs> that movie is the same as Four Glasses Listen, of Wine. By the way, if you have a date, if you say my my big fat Greek wedding, you're gonna win. Okay, good. Number five uh, is Eight Mile. I know it's cheesy. It's I mean, I like it's that movie. dumb. It's it's I'm really it's really not movies. a good movie. I like it. You just wait for the three rap scenes or whatever, but. But if it's on, I'm not changing Those it. Those actually give me douche chills. That's the part of the movie where I'm like creeped out because chills? I'm like, the end? why? No, the rap thing. It's just they depressing. Rap each other's the movie's faces, depressing. Like, but when they say like, hey, you're going against whatever. And he goes, I don't give a fuck who I'm going against. Douche chills right there? No, when they're up, like cutting each other down in front of them. And people are like, oh, it's like, he's like a, Snoop Dogg go got a boob job. Yeah, why don't you go to work? <laughs> but Michael Shannon's in that movie. So I like him. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's a guilty pleasure for me. Uh, number four is Legends of the Fall. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I have two brothers. Every time I watch it, I'm like, he's caught in the barbed wire." It just fucks me Rudy. up. Uh, no, Legends of the Fall is, right. is good for women and me. Number three is Freddy Got Fingered. I know it's a bad movie. Yeah, I know a, it's horrible, horrible but it makes me laugh. I quote it. I was gonna say UHF. There's but... nothing. Re- That's a good damn movie. That's <laughs> a good damn that. movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great... Shakes the Clown. You have the DVD framed on your... UHF would never make it on my list unless it's awesome movies. Uh, Three, Freddy Got Finger. Number two is... uh, I don't know if this counts, but Roadhouse. Because it's it's soaked in 80s nostalgia. I I don't think any dude is embarrassed about that, though. No? No. I don't know. Roadhouse, he's working out naked doing yoga in the barn or whatever but i'll still watch it i don't care weren't you not alive in the 80s that's what everyone did oh i was my heart was pumping you, a, you must not have had a barn 
<laughs> I didn't know before. That's a solid point. Uh, number one, which I can't believe you guys didn't mention, maybe because I'm just gayer than both of you, uh, <laughs> is Notebook. The Notebook, I know it's the quintessential romantic movie, but I don't mind it. I think it's just, yes, it's a romantic movie, but I don't mind it. I think it's good. Oh I like the characters. God. I'm for it. Rachel McAdams. She's still not calling me back. I don't know what's up with that. I love me some notebook. I don't give a shit. Um, we're going to continue to do these top five lists. Like I said, every week we'll, we'll pick another one from the list you get and keep them coming in because we definitely enjoy doing them. Um, anything you have to promote? No, I just want to say if you are listening to it, if you're downloading on your phone or whatever, please tell a friend because that's, like I said last week, that's the only advertising we have. So tell somebody that you're listening to it and tell them to check it out. Some people say, what's a podcast? It's really not that hard. Show them how to set it up on their phone. Just do it because uh, we'd like to keep doing this. It's a good time. And the more participation, the better, please. So You got anything, Nick? I did watch uh, Naked and Afraid. Very weird show. Like I, I just did they really have to be naked? They couldn't have like a little like a pair of shorts or something. <laughs> that was but... my point. I just think it's funny that you're so disturbed by it. But all, I mean, the majority of the chicks were in pretty good shape. So. I saw one that was very not very not in very good shape at all. That was probably the very fir- the Borneo jungle where the guy gets poisoned. Yeah, yeah. She's not in horrible shape, but. I mean, I'm in worse shape than that, so I just consider she she's ended up losing like 50 pounds during still, this. So. And still was in bad shape, which is, you know, uh, real quick. Before and just so you know, I would never, I, I don't know how much people are getting paid to do that, but there is just no way in hell. I hate being barefoot in my house, let alone in the jungle where there's like stuff going to sting you. <laughs> barefoot right now. Um, the only thing I want to promote is uh, there's a, we, we are not, we're now on Podomatic as well, which is, our, we're on the Butterfly Radio, which if you're going to respond or you're going to give any, you know, in, instead of emailing, I don't know if you're, people are nervous. They don't want to hear their voice or they feel shy about it or whatever, but it's not that big of a deal. Um, I, I could even put a, a thing that, to hide your voice for fun if we want to do that. But uh, we would appreciate if you'd use the Butterfly Radio, if you have an iPhone or iPad, to leave your message or your top five list or your comment. Uh, something we could play on the podcast. If you want to write a parody song, anything you want to contribute, um, go to the Butterfly Radio all you do is click the microphone button and you're able to leave a five-minute message. You can leave 100 five-minute messages, but you can only leave up to a five-minute message at one time. So check out the Butterfly Radio app and the Butterfly Radio page. Um, and like I said, Podomatic is www.podomatic.com. But while I'm talking about Podomatic, there's a guy, that go, his name is uh, John Pearson. He's from a band called Screeching Weasel from here in Chicago. He has a podcast called Jughead's Basement. And in the last episode that he just did, he interviewed basically what he, okay, he talked about Naked Ray Gun's record, Throb Throb. He goes to each song and he talks to the different band members and asks them how they wrote the song, what the song's about. And then you get a little history about the band. Um, the only other episode I've listened to so far is he has one about Operation Ivy, which is a super awesome episode if you like Operation Ivy. Um, so, he he because of who he is and he's you know being part of the scene or whatever he's got uh, some access to some interesting people so um it's called jughead's basement again that's how'd you find that one i saw a link on facebook from somebody else that you know that linked it and i sent it out to a bunch of people so it's actually a a a pretty cool podcast that i would tell people to check out and how old he is now yeah i don't know the only other thing i wanted to uh throw out there was uh another podcast that i'm big into is the verzi effect podcast paul verzi uh he's a comedian um from the east coast he's getting bigger and bigger every day uh i do go on his butterfly page and leave a lot of uh 
stuff and I contribute to his podcast. So, um, and I find it fun. It's really cool to do because he answers back and he, you know, we, he did answer our questionnaire at one point in time. And, um, I think we'll throw something else up there to maybe get him to answer a top five questionnaire for, for next week. See if we can get him to do that. Um, but again, it's the Verzi Verzi effect podcast. He's on Podbean. Uh, he's on iTunes and I'm sure you can find him anywhere else you can find us. So until next time later.